Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Turn off your flip phone. Oh god, sorry, sorry. Hi guys, it's Barney and Emily here, ready to introduce you to our very special guest from a Cinderella story. I am very, very excited about this. Really? You don't look it. It's the Botox. I can't show emotion for another half hour. <laughs> sorry, I lost it. I lost it. She sorry. can't get through it. No, <laughs> we're kidding, guys. We are thrilled to introduce director Mark Rossman. You are going to be so interested in his behind-the-scenes insight. So why don't you go and get yourself comfy, grab a rice cake, maybe a Big Mac. It's up to you. Which one would you choose? Oh, obviously Big Mac. Oh, I mean, come on. Who are we, Shelby? (laughs) No one wants to be Shelby. Not even Shelby. (laughs) (laughs) So before we dive into a Cinderella story, Mark, we want to acknowledge the fact that you've directed so many classics that have shaped our childhood. (laughs) You've directed episodes of Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens, which I love, Shia LaBeouf in his prime. (laughs) Did you see Life Size? It's the other film that a lot of, especially women, bring up. It was a big hit on the Disney Channel. With Tyra Banks, right? It's with Tyra Banks and Lindsay Lohan, and she was fantastic. She had just finished The Parent Trap, which she was fantastic in. And this was like her next thing, and Tyra Banks had never acted before, and she ended up being really great. That was fun. A lot of fun. Amazing. What what a time. And actually going through, mm-hmm. we did a bit of a deep dive on your IMDb, so <laughs> apologies. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Out of the uh-huh. 11 episodes of Lizzie McGuire you directed, one of the most iconic ones was Between a Rock and a Bra Place, where Lizzie and <laughs> yeah, Miranda get their bras for the first time. It's that's so my iconic. favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite one. I, I always sort of cite that one because, you know, to show that this this show was a little more cutting edge in a way for Disney than you'd expect. Yeah. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. the I don't know if you caught it, but the, the cast recently reunited on Zoom for a table read and that was the episode they chose to Wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, our fingers were kind of crossed that they might get you in to direct the reboot. Yes, we, yeah, that's funny. we we need the the <laughs> bra sequel where Lizzie gets the matching thong. Yeah. Really. 
<laughs> between a rock and a thong place. That needs to happen. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. Well, we actually spoke to um to Jim Fall, the director of the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on episode one. Actually, he was saying as well, it'd be so oh, cool okay. to write an episode and and things like that. So I think there's mm, there's okay, big so. want for for the reboot. Yeah, we're gonna speak it into existence, yeah. Mark. Don't worry, it's gonna happen. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so, a Cinderella story. How were you approached for a Cinderella story? A Cinderella story was actually initially brought to me by a friend of mine who was a writer. He didn't write the script. A friend of his had optioned a script called Cinderella 91423. That was the original title. And what the number refers to is that's the zip code for Sherman Oaks. Right. Uh, which is, of course, the iconic area of the Valley Girl in L.A. And, and that was, of course, the whole idea of the movie was what set Cinderella in present-day Sherman Oaks. So that's what it was called originally. And so this person had optioned it named Peter Green. He had a friend named Keith Gillio, who was my friend. And, and uh, the script wasn't going anywhere. They weren't, weren't able to do anything with it. And so my friend gave it to me. And I had, I was sort of in the middle of shooting Lizzie McGuire episodes and even Stephen episodes. And, and by the way, nobody was like thinking, oh, this is Hillary Duff, uh, because Hillary Duff really wasn't Hillary Duff yet at that time. I mean, if this was as she was starting to shoot the Lizzie McGuire series. Right. And I don't even know, I might have even gotten the script before the series started to air or if it did air, it certainly wasn't like a huge, you know, iconic hit at that point. It was just starting. So anyhow, they sent me the script because I had done all these Disney things and, and girl movies and I had done Life Size. And so that's why my friend thought of me. So he sent it to me and I read it. And honestly, I, I loved a, a lot of it, but it needed a little work. I really loved the voice of the writer. Lee Dunlop did a fantastic job. It was an early script of hers in her career. And it really had a voice to it, which is very hard to get especially for early writers. And I love the whole idea of setting Cinderella story in, in Sherman Oaks. And in that version of the script, the fairy godmother was not the character or the role that Regina King plays in the movie. It was actually a woman in her, I don't know, maybe she was around 40 years old, who continually hung out at this diner and said she was the original Valley Girl. She was the, the, the girl who came up with the line, you know, gag me with a spoon and these sort of classic Valley Girl things. And it was a great character. There are a couple of notable differences. That was one. Another notable difference was her best friend Carter was a guy who was very into romantic comedies and Broadway musicals, and he had two gay dads. And the whole idea with his character was he thought he was gay, and then he realized he wasn't. And there was a great scene where he has to break it to his gay dad that he's not gay. <laughs> and it was a very, very funny scene. And that actually stayed in, in, the, in the drafts for quite a while until finally Warner Brothers said this is just not going to work for middle America in, you know, the year 2003 and four, you know, so we changed that. And um, I mean, there were some other differences, but the main thing for me 
was it, it didn't, if I can recall correctly, structurally, it needed a little work in terms of her keeping this secret and when it's revealed to Jed Michael Murray character Austin wasn't really happening in a good dramatic way. And I made some suggestions on that and we rewrote it and it was a lot better. And by the way, while I'm working on this and giving out to Lee, my only thought of where to bring this was to the Disney Channel. I saw this as a Disney Channel movie. I in no way envisioned it as a feature. I, I, I thought it would not elevate to that kind of a level. It felt a little sort of thin. I mean, it was really fun and I loved it, but I didn't think it could really make a feature. So I was thinking Disney Channel. And so we finished the rewrite and I think we uh, brought it to Disney Channel. And it turns out, at least then and could still be now, they don't really go for romance movies so much. They, um, you know, there there might be a romance as sort of a B or C story, but it's not kind of the A story, or at least it wasn't then. So they passed on it. And there, so I was kind of going, well, I don't know what to do with this thing now. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out that there was another producer involved that I didn't know about. Peter Green had partnered with a guy named Cliff Warbur. And so I met with Cliff and we both hit it off and both really saw the film in the same way. And he was the one who said, no, I think this is a feature. And I was like, okay, you know, we can try that. You know, <laughs> So he said, well, let's see. Send it out. So he sent out the script. Again, no actors attached to it. And he sent it out to all the studios and everybody passed on it. But about three or four of them said they did like the script. They just felt that if they were going to really consider this script, it needed to have a star attached to it. Mm -hmm. So Cliff comes back to me and said, well, you know, who have you worked with that maybe could do this? And I said, well, there's two. There's Lindsay Lohan and there's Hilary Duff. And I don't know if we tossed a coin or not, or we just thought, okay, I think maybe Hilary might be the best first choice to go to. Now, also remember, Hillary was like the 15. And that's one of the reasons why I wasn't really thinking about it. I thought she was too young because mm. this had to be a girl that's going to the high school prom, which you have to be really 17 to do that. You know, I was really doubtful. I was thinking maybe she's too young. But we decided, you know what, let's go to Hillary and let's try it. So I actually sent it to Hillary's mom, Susan, Susan Duff, who I had a great relationship. I had a great relationship with Hillary as well, but Hillary at age 15 wasn't exactly making her career choices or or wasn't involved until, you know, the people around her kind of said, hey, you should take a serious look at this. So I sent it to Susan and it took, I don't know, maybe about a month or so for her to read it. They had just finished shooting the Lizzie McGuire movie and I didn't really hold a lot of high hopes for them coming on board. But then Susan called me and said, Mark, both Hillary and I read the script. We really like it. And we're up for having Hillary become attached to the movie. Wow. And I was like, I, you know, I just, I couldn't believe it. And again, now at this point, Hillary was just really catching fire. Lizzie McGuire, the series was starting to become really an iconic show. The whole idea of even the word, the tween, was <laughs> coming into the forefront and the girl power and girl movies were really getting big. Princess Diaries had come out about six months before and 
just, you know, went through the roof and the whole tween thing and Lizzie McGuire. So people were looking suddenly for girl movies. And at first I was super excited, but then I found out, I think Susan, that we were just one of like maybe 10 movies that Hillary was attached to. <laughs> I mean, there was like a seem to recall even like Sister to the Traveling Pant 2 or something she was oh. going to maybe be in. And there were other movies that she was going to star in. Everybody was starting to send scripts to her and she was saying yes to a lot of them. So I thought, okay, you know, we're going to be at the end of the line here or maybe even in the middle of the line. We're probably not going to be her next movie. We're probably going to be about the third or fourth if we're lucky. So Cliff went back to all the studios now with Hillary attached and suddenly the same script, suddenly everybody was interested. And it was one of those incredible, perfect storm moments that filmmakers could just dream about when you have that weekend read where all the studios, you know, they're all getting it on a Friday and they're making offers on a Monday. And it was that kind of a thing. It was unbelievable. We had what's called a bidding war where studios were really bidding against each other to get this project. And it was a very fast uh, process, and we had about four offers from, you know, like Columbia, of course, Warner Brothers, Universal, and maybe Paramount. I don't know. There was like four of them. But what made Warner Brothers so great was the other studios were saying, we definitely want to buy it. We're going to pay a lot of money for it, but we can't guarantee that this is a go movie. It's, you know, we're going to develop it. We're going to, the script needs a little work and we will put it in our development slate. Whereas Warner Brothers was saying, no, we're going to give you a shoot date. We are guaranteeing that this movie is going to be made. And this was around February of 2003, I believe. And they were telling us, no, you're shooting July 7th or whatever it was this summer. Wow. And we said, okay, we're going with them. (laughs) And so we made that deal. And literally in about two days, Cliff and I were standing in the recently vacated offices at Warner Brothers that were going to be our offices. And, you know, here I am. This is my first studio movie. I had done some, you know, $3 million TV movies and, of course, a bunch of series. Cliff had never produced a movie before. And here we are looking at what then was an $18 million budgeted studio feature (laughs) with Hillary Duff. So it was just a huge moment for me. And that's how it happened. That is amazing. Well, round of applause. You created absolute (laughs) gold. So we've yeah. got so many fans for the film all over the world, exactly. um, definitely in London. So, <laughs> oh, that's so thank great. you. Great. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash 
Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Now, the cast yeah. for this movie was so strong. Obviously, you put Hilary forward for this. Did you have any say in who you thought would be good for the other roles? And what was it like working with them once that cast was confirmed? Yeah, um, no, I had a lot of involvement in the casting. You know, this wasn't like Tom Cruise. On that kind of level, usually the studio is just kind of saying, this is who we want to go with. But once we had Hillary, she was really our star. And the other roles all really had to be cast that weren't just going to be stars that we were just going to say you're doing it everyone else we auditioned well pretty much everyone else we didn't audition jennifer coolidge but that's sort of another story or or for that matter regina king but we did all the all the kids we did so the main thing was who was going to play austin her love interest and um, we had two great casting ladies who were working with us. Um, they were fantastic and they've since gone on to cast separately. I think they may have broken up, but they've cast, you know, huge, huge, huge Marvel movies and big blockbuster wow. movies. Yeah. And so we saw like every hot boy in town. I mean, literally, you know, it was just everybody. And we narrowed it down to about six that we then did a screen test with a little of a classic like Hollywood screen test. And we brought them in and each one did one or two scenes with Hillary. And we then watched it and everybody kind of, you know, chipped in on who they thought was the best. And it really did feel like Chad somehow just had a great chemistry with her and you could really see it. And he was kind of the real sort of obvious choice at that point. So that's how he got cast. I'm not sure how we got to Regina King's name. I think we had maybe six, seven people and, you know, we all just sort of jumped at, at Regina and, you know, she turned out to be just, you know, fantastic. Jennifer Coolidge's role as the stepmom, we went through a couple different iterations um, in terms of who to cast for that. And this woman you would know, it's the show from England and it was two ladies uh, like absolutely, absolutely fabulous, fabulous. Or yes yeah so one of those ladies we were looking at and uh we were literally ready to make an offer to her when the same producer said oh what about jennifer coolidge mm. and as soon as we started to think about her in this it was like oh my god it's a whole different kind of take on this and so we offered it to her and she accepted and so that's how she got on oh and then and then i don't know if you caught that uh, simon helberg is in the movie yes um, he was a super good friend of one of the writers he said you got to see simon for this role this guy is great just uh, uh now he was a lot older he was like you know probably like late 20s or something. And I was like, oh my God, he just forget it. I mean, this is before we even read him for it. I was going, that's just kind of weird. 
But then he came in and he's just, you know, unbelievable. You know, what a great actor. And we go, okay, we're going to do this. And so that's how he became, he, you know, he turned this little role into something really special and a real gem. The cast is so, so amazing. And, you, you know, obviously Regina King and Jennifer Coolidge, they're comedic timing is so <laughs> yeah. perfect as the director did you give them any room for improvisation yeah I mean yeah it's funny I thought you were going to go did you give them any great directing and I was going to say absolutely not <laughs> uh, I just you know you just kind of you just kind of walk away and you step back and just roll the camera yeah we did give some room you know this was very tightly scripted and and the style of the movie was in this kind of a scripted way but I mean Jennifer she would come in with ideas she had a ton of ideas in fact some of them I literally had to say this is hysterical but it's going too far it was a little too <laughs> like R-rated humor really it needed to be a PG movie you know she was a little bit I remember she, she said Mark you know to talk about this and we had a breakfast together kind of in the middle of the shoot and she was a little upset just sort of saying you know mark you hired me to do my thing and yet you're kind of restraining me from certain things you know i said look but i love you but we're we're going for a certain audience here this isn't you know best in show it's not that audience we're, we weren't really doing hip edgy here we were doing you know fun big broad comedy so she would just bring in a lot of stuff. And on some of those lines, you know, I can't say for sure if the moist line, I'm pretty sure that was hers. Um, <laughs> and some of some of the great lines were really hers. Not all of them. I mean, they were, you know, we went through a bunch of writers and, and they did a great job. But Jennifer really contributed. Absolutely. She is so hilarious. And we heard actually yeah. that Rupert Grint was originally going to play Austin Ames. It's possible that at the studio level, like possibly he was, his name was bantered about in the executive suites, but it, it never, like he wasn't one of the ones we uh, did a screen test with. So his name might have been floated, but he really wasn't a, a serious contender. Yeah, we thought that might be the case. But also on behalf of millions, mm -hmm. thank God you cast Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... This film was released in 2004. It was really the beginning of the digital age. Technology was almost a character in itself in the movie. You had Sam's flip phone, mm -hmm. you had the texting, the IMing, <laughs> the message boards. Right. At the time, it must have felt very novelty to have that included in the plot. We watched an interview with Hillary saying that she herself wasn't very tech savvy. She didn't really know how to, t how to text. So how did you feel about going into the movie with such a a strong emphasis on technology. You know, I think that was really one of the big kind of fun things we were having with the idea of updating Cinderella story. I mean, literally the pitch was instead of a shoe, it's a cell phone that drops on the stairs. You know, I mean, that's kind of all you have to say. And that sort of summarized the whole concept behind the movie. So, I mean, we all embraced it. It was, yeah, it was new. And, uh, you know, I was in my you know, mid-40s or something, I think, when we did it. And, you know, AOL was like, ooh, what's that? You know? <laughs> I mean, it was fun, actually. It was it was really new. And, in fact, on my very next film that I made with Hillary, The Perfect Man, you know, I remember, like, one of the writers was saying, 
oh, and there's this thing called blogging now. And we were like, what? What's that word? Blog. And so they had to like, grog? What? No, blog. And as they, the writer like described what it was, it was like, cool, let's have her do that. And so in that movie, she's blogging all over the place. Well, it worked so well. So thank God everyone was, was <laughs> got up to speed with it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So our favorite yeah. scene in the film is when David Ryan and Austin, are, they have a lineup of girls who are claiming to be Cinderella. <laughs> and there's that amazing oh line that's like, this little filly likes dumbbells, protein shakes, and World War II. This is Helga. It's so funny. We were just wondering what your favorite scene was to shoot. I'd say my favorite line is probably the, the moist cookies. I just, uh. That, that just slays me every time. Um, and probably the hardest one was the rainy, the kiss in the rain on the um, stand. That was really difficult. And we had like 150 extras there. Whoa. And it's nighttime. And Hillary being under 16, the Screen Actors Guild, which is the union that uh, controls the actors, um, if you are young and you're you know under 18, you can't shoot for 12, 14 hours, which mm. is, you know, some more of a typical shooting day. Sure. They say, no, you can only, if you're like 16 or 15, you can only shoot 10 hours. Just makes a scene like that very, very difficult. You know, we're shooting in July, so which what that means here in LA is very short night, right? You don't have even 12 hours of night. You have about eight or, you know, nine if you're lucky and of nighttime that you can actually shoot. And so already you're limited. And then we had all these extras and then the rain. And then, which means also, you know, once you do a take and everybody's wet to do take two, (laughs) which starts before the rain, (laughs) You have to change, and you know, changing, you know, Hillary with her hair and makeup, and it's an hour oh if God. you're lucky yeah. to change everybody over, and then a very short night, and so it was really hard. And then, of course, you know, Hillary hadn't done a lot of kissing uh, in her life or in movies before, and she was young, and Chad was like four years older than her, yeah. and you know, an experienced guy, and she was not, and so it was a little scary, I think, for her. I think she was a little nervous about it. Of course. Um, and then also, I read that she had a crush on him, so that would probably even made it worse in a way. Um, <laughs> who didn't? Right, who didn't, exactly. <laughs> And so it was so difficult that we actually did not even accomplish it on that night that we ended up getting the wide shot, which was kind of that big crane shot that you see in the movie where it kind of pulls away from them at the end of the scene and they're they're kissing and the camera kind of pulls back. We got that shot um, of that kiss. But the close-up of them, which were critical, we didn't get. And we ended up having to, later on in the shoot, when we had some days which were a little lighter, we recreated. We didn't go back to that football field, but we in a soundstage in Warner Brothers, we brought back about 50 of the extras and built stands, you know, those the stands for them. Yeah. And the shots were much tighter, right? So you don't see that there's no football field or anything. They're very uh-huh. tight. They're close-ups of them. And then we and we had the rain machine over them, and we did their close-ups that way uh, and really worked on getting the kiss to be perfect. 
That's crazy, yeah. the amount of effort that went into it. But it obviously yeah. paid off. Everyone remembers her iconic lines from that scene and the the first raindrop yeah. falling on, on Chad's cheek. Like, it's, oh, you nailed it. So, yeah. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of the best romantic films of our time, for sure. So finally, Mark, Austin asked this to Sam in the film. Rice cake or Big Mac? Well, what would I choose? Okay, well, this is a fun answer. I would want to choose that Big Mac, but where I am these days is I can't eat wheat, I can't eat dairy, you know, I would just end up with just the beef or just the patty, so I think I'd go with the rice cake. I'd take the patty and I'd put it on the rice cake, that's how I would eat it. <laughs> I like that. Hey, if you went for the rice cake, then you've secured a date with Shelby Cummings, so, you know, that was her ah, favourite, right, so... Right. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Yeah. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. We appreciate it so much and, and we've learned so much more about this film. <laughs> yeah, and we obviously just want to say thank you so much on behalf of everyone. It is such an iconic film and you should be so proud of it. Well, thank you. Thank you. So It, uh, it just thrills me to no end when, you know, people bring bring it up that they, you know, love the film and it was one of their favourites. So it's really... It warms my heart. It makes me really happy to hear that. So thank you very much. Yeah, you've changed the lives of two people, definitely. <laughs> so, um, so <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. See okay. You. Take care. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.